0: Love, talk Radio. Hi, welcome to Real Estate Investor Goddesses, the p- podcast where real estate and pleasure meet. I am your host, Denise Cooper, co-founder of RealEstateInvestorGoddesses.com, and I am here with my lovely co-founder and co-host, Monique Holm. Monique, how are you doing? Hi,
1: y'all. I'm doing
0: great. How are you doing? You're in Albuquerque. I'm awesome. No tornado, not affected by the tornado that hit New Orleans East. Thankfully, my prayers go out to all the families that were affected. Monique, you're in Albuquerque, right?
1: I am. I'm here checking on my properties, meeting with my property managers here, checking out our rehab. So, um, yeah, I'm here, excited to be on the podcast.
0: And like you texted me because you thought the podcast. Time was different because you're in a different different time zone, but I did not understand. So, Albuquerque must have that no daylight savings? No, I got it backwards.
1: We're an hour
0: behind.
1: Oh. Uh, so, normally I'm, I'm in LA Pacific time, so we're an hour behind. And instead of thinking it was an hour behind, I put it an hour ahead. So, uh, <laughs> um,
0: I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get used to it. I've only been
1: here like, you know, half a dozen times. <laughs> it the best. It's so,
0: close, though. it's so close though to LA that you forget that there's a time difference. Like I didn't realize when I moved to uh, New Orleans that it wasn't East Coast time. It took me a while to like get used to that hour difference. So I totally understand it's the um, the benefit and the hex of being an international traveling goddess. Yes. It's yes. so, a small price to pay. Yeah, for sure. It's like you get the, the, the benefits of um, or the luxury of not knowing what time zone you're in. <laughs> so, ladies, welcome to the podcast today. We wanted to talk about this dirty word called discipline. And I've heard, I hear a lot of people take a different approach to it. Don't get me wrong. Like, nobody's going to achieve any type of success without some type of disciplined action, but I think a lot of women hear that word discipline, and it brings up negative connotations. Uh, It could be, like, being disciplined as a child. In my mind, I think of that, like, Bible verse, spare the rod, spoil the child, and, like, our culture is very heavy into discipline and right or wrong, and um, the buck stops here, and that kind of heavy and I think it's a little bit patriarchal. Imagery can be off-putting for a lot of women. What do you think, Monique?
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's a, you know, I like to think that it's very, it's very masculine to mu- muscle through, you know, and be really. Yeah. It's all about discipline
0: and willpower,
1: and it's hard, 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 and and crushing it and killing not, the game. Yes. Yeah, that's not the goddessly way, really.
0: That's yeah, more exactly. Of, yeah. So we wanted to talk to you all a, a little bit today about how we reframe discipline in our lives so that we can be this living, breathing embodiment of the goddess. Um, and so I like to think of it as there's a, there's a four-part recipe to being and feeling like a goddess. And when, you know, and your goddesshood, your divinity can take whatever form you think of. Like for some women, it is like wearing flowing maxi goddess dresses and floral Coachella Coachella crowns and skinny dipping under the beach or in the beach um, under the full moon. And for other women, it's just, um, it looks different. And so... No matter what your goddesshood or how you express your your divinity, there are four parts to the recipe that, that are universal. The first part is feeling gratitude. I think nothing, uh, no type of abundance, no type of wealth building can come without already feeling gratitude for what you have. If you're operating from a place of lack, um, it's the quickest way to experience more lack. So when you feel gratitude, then you get into this place where you're also feeling abundant. And then from abundance, that's when you can start giving generously of your resources, like your time, your money, your energy. And then the last piece of the four-part recipe is it's like a little thing about believing in magic. And whatever you perceive magic to be, I just uh, listened to a podcast. This American Life did this great podcast on coincidences. And whatever your spiritual philosophy, your religion, like there are some coincidences that I feel like magic, right? And that's how you start to be a goddess in your own life or, or in, another, in other words, a magician in your own life where you can start to shape those um, events in your life to create more and more synchronicity. Does that make sense, Monique? Yeah, but
1: tell me, what are the four parts again?
0: Gratitude is one. You want to start with gratitude, and then from Mm -hmm. there, gratitude lends itself to feeling abundant, feeling wealthy, feeling prosperous, because you're grateful Mm -hmm. for what you have. And then from that place of overflow, you can start to give generously your time, your energy, your resources to... um, your, to create your life but also to shape other people's lives around you. Yeah. And then the last piece is that believing in magic. And for me, the definition of magic, I think the very definition of it or example of it is synchronicity and coincidence. You need something and somebody comes into your life that has it or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. And there's a sec- secret ingredient that pulls this whole goddess dish together. And it's the D word, but we're going to reframe it. So taking disciplined action is what brings all these four pieces together to create the life that you want to create. So if your desire is to buy a vacation rental in the next three months so that you can Airbnb it or VRBO it, uh, those four pieces are necessary. Gratitude, abu- feeling abundant giving generously and believing in magic, but the fifth piece that ties the whole recipe together is taking disciplined action. But because we think discipline is a dirty word as a goddess, what we like to think of discipline is as instead of taking disciplined action, you take ritualistic action. And, like, keep in mind, like, you, there are certain rituals that you do every day that you don't even think about as a ritual. So, for example, brushing, brushing your teeth every day, that's a ritual. Um, I start every day with, like, a big, tall glass of warm lemon water. That's my ritual. Uh, and a, a peek into my daily, personal daily rituals. So I'll, I do 15 minutes in the morning uh, where I do meditation, gratitude, desires, and pleasure. Like 15 minutes in the morning, I start the day off with that. I also do daily movement, or at least I try to, and I feel off if I don't. So if it's, it, it's 10 minutes of yoga, it's a quick run, it's pole dancing, whatever I can to get my body moving. I'll walk. Then I'll take time to check emails, and I ch- I try not to – be on my email constantly, because that can be a time suck. So I'll set aside a time during the day to, to focus on email, and then I, I close it down so that I can focus on other things. But the, I, it is a ritual for me to sit down and check those emails. Um, typically, I'll have a time for social media. Um, I have locks on all my devices, so I can only be on social media during certain times of the day. Uh, it's game-changing for my sanity, especially now. And In fact, I've been on a social media hiatus for a few weeks just because I needed to um, regroup, and it seems like the whole world is, like, caught up in uh, uh, presidential madness, and it feels like that relief we were waiting for after the election never came, and, you know, there's a lot of divisive energy right now, and it, it, it's coming out online. So I decided to take a break for myself. That doesn't mean I'll do it forever because I think social media is valuable for building community and engaging, but when you do need to get off, it's good to get off. Uh, another ritual that I do during my day is my money-making activities, and I try to do those first. So this is where I'm making the sales conversations. I'm finishing my network statement. I'm getting my taxes together so that I can apply for uh, a loan. I'm going to networking events. I'm having meetings. Like, um, if you are new a new real estate investor or a new entrepreneur, I recommend that you structure your day so you're doing these activities first thing in the morning or first thing so that you don't get sucked into something else you might like to do, like, go look at new chairs for the living room for the property you're rehabbing. Or, um, you know, I can spend hours doing my bookkeeping, but for me I know it's a, um, it's a distraction from the money-making activities. And then I'll also, like, build in time for stuff that, like, slows me down. So meals are really big for me. Like, um, I think Monique and I have talked up the plan like crazy, and I'm still doing it, still paying attention to what, Foods give me a reaction, so it's important for me to have a, like, structured time for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it doesn't take a lot of time to pull it together, but uh, I like to prepare my meal and, like, sit down pleasurably and eat them. And then the last piece is uh, content creation ritual. Monique and I are running a business that depends on our skills as teachers and leaders, and so that involves a ton of writing, we make our own graphics, we tape a podcast, we film videos, and then we also create landing pages. And so all of that content needs uh, a time to happen. And so having a content creation ritual is also really important for uh, taking disciplined action. So instead of thinking of taking disciplined action, tell me how you structure your daily rituals. And if you don't know how to create your daily rituals, the first thing you want to do is you want to start with your desire. So before I talk about um, what your desires might be for your uh, daily ritual, Monique, what, what are some things that you do on a daily basis that like you that turn into disciplined action but you don't even realize it because it's more of a ritual for you? Well, for,
1: Yeah, I, I call it my blissciplines. Um, yes, I love that. These are my my bliss plans are the things that I, that I commit to that help keep me in bliss and definitely uh, so I I do gratitude I do a morning writing meditation morning pages I do that every day and I and then I spend some time in quiet meditation and then I I do the my I ask myself. The one thing question. This is from the book by Gary Keller. What's the one thing that in doing so will make everything else easier or unnecessary? Because I want to, I know I need to take action, but there's a lot of people that do a lot of action and they might be very disciplined. They might do these long to-do lists and they're checking off stuff and they're very, very busy and don't get much accomplished. Um, because there's there's busy work and then there's effective work, so I try to figure out what's the most effective thing I can do, and and I ask myself that question, and I commit to doing that first, and and then everything else tends to be
0: crazy afterwards. Um, so that's, those so, are
1: some of the main things I do.
0: I love. I, first of all, I've heard you say blissipin before, and I couldn't remember what your term was, but I love that term. And yes that one thing like i I tell people uh to start with the money making activities first, but I think another way to reframe it is like what's the one thing that will accomplish all of this, the 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 desire that you have so yeah, with that
1: said' There's another way of um, thinking about that too it's the eighty twenty rule. so yes twenty twenty percent of people's activities will contribute to eighty percent of their results and um and 80% only contributes to 20% of the results. But a lot of people, most people are spending time at doing the 80% that only does 20% of the results. So that, another way to think about that is to think, what are, what's, that, what's the 20% thing that I need to be doing that will contribute the most to everything else?
0: Yes. And so uh, you might be listening to this and thinking about um, – your desires for your real estate portfolio for this year. Uh, We are getting a lot of feedback from people um, that they're interested in doing Airbnbs or vacation rentals. In fact, um, I have a friend and uh, a client who uh, recently was here in New Orleans and she found a turnkey condo that's ready to... Airbnb. As soon as she closes, so she and her business partner uh, both invested ten thousand dollars into this uh, Airbnb condo, and they're gonna have a money-making property um, as soon as they close. And the the owners were it's a, a two it's a couple that was ready to retire to Florida, and they had furnished it beautifully. It's a beautiful place. They don't have to do anything to it, and so. But they couldn't have gotten to that um, conclusion without taking, like, the actions that needed to happen first. So uh, things like getting clear about what it is they wanted. She knew she wanted an Airbnb or a vacation rental. That's the first step. Then the second step is um, assessing what your net worth is. And so Monique and I actually talk about the benefits of various properties, so if you don't even know what type of property you want to buy, um, you should check out our latest video that we uploaded to our Wealth Builders membership site. If you are a member of Wealth Builders, you have access to that video. Uh, It'll upload today. And if you are not a member of Wealth Builders, you should consider consider joining. Monique and I uh, add videos on a monthly basis Uh, that are, like, we put a ton of content into this website, and the membership is a small fraction of what you would pay if you worked with uh, a real estate mentor on your own. So with that said, we will end the podcast the same way we end it every week, and we're going to do a Trinity. And a Trinity is uh, something that you want to brag about, something you are grateful for, and something you desire Monique, go first. Sure.
1: Well, I brag, brag. I'm an Albuquerque, and I'm checking out the rehabs. I brag that I, I've been working on rehabs and are flipped over the um, over the past few years. But this right now, I'm in a way. I'm flipping 128 homes. <laughs> we're doing. We're rehabbing 128 apartments, and it's. I just. I brag on doing that, and I'm being stretched and challenged in so many different ways, and um and I'm loving it. So I, I brag. I'm brag that I'm doing that, and the rehabs are looking awesome. So good. <laughs> so that's my brag, and I am grateful for i'm grateful for my team out here my awesome property managers um our contractors our maintenance guys our you know our on site managers i'm really i'm grateful for the team and not everybody's perfect on the team <laughs> but also knowing that you know just this they're we're getting better and better. Our teams I'm, I'm, but i'm I'm just grateful for every single person here that's working um working on these properties to make them better places to live and i desire um, what do i desire i desire um, so uh yesterday we went and checked out those- uh well there are two buildings being sold together they're in one portfolio. And it would be a total of five hundred and fourteen units, which is a big project, a lot bigger than uh anything we've done so far, and supremely exciting. And I desire to get that or better. That's what I desire. Desire
0: and um
1: yeah, so that's it. I desire to get that those buildings here in Albuquerque.
0: So shall it be or something better beyond your wildest dream? Thank and so I, bra- I, brag, um, I brag I went for a run today. I had stopped running uh, for a couple of weeks just to get to be on the plan and get um, my nutrition in order, and now I'm back to running, and that feels really good. I am grateful uh, to my friend coming to town and finding that condo because it gave me, um, it actually highlighted or gave me more clarity or, of what I desired. I thought I wanted a duplex, but actually I do just want an Airbnb. So that's my desire is I desire uh, an Airbnb-able vacation rental in the next 90 days.
1: So shall it be or so much better than you can ever imagine under grace in a perfect place.
0: Um, so, with that, we will say goodbye. Check us out. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we're on iTunes if you didn't know. Subscribe uh, and also leave us a review, a five star review. And let us know um, what you're doing in your personal daily rituals to take ritualistic action towards your desires. And you can find us online at Real Estate Investor Goddesses. And you can also find us on Facebook, Real Estate Investor Goddesses. And remember, in real estate, keep it pleasurable and keep it juicy, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.